And let's head there now. We're getting close to game time, and here is uh, former NFL or CBS and Westwood analyst Ross Tucker. How you doing, Ross? I'm doing okay, guys, but I'm a little scared up here on the sphere right now. <laughs> I'm going to get down. <laughs> what is going on out there, man? Like, like that... How banged up do you got to be to do that? Or is that some kind of daredevil that does that on a regular basis? What's going on out there? I, I have no idea, but hopefully you're not too banged up to be doing that because that sounds like it could end real, real poorly. I mean, it could end real, real poorly anyway, but certainly if you're banged up, that would make it even scarier. Absolutely. And, like, Vegas is – um. It's softened over the years. Now that you know sports are there, the NHL's there, the NFL's there. Uh, it's gone Disney in some capacities. You see kids running around. But is there any nerves from like the NFL and even media companies on the fact that there's so many people there in Vegas representing the Shield and it is Vegas after all? Like, are people nervous? Crazy stuff could happen this week or what? You know, I've heard a little bit of that, but. I tend to think that that's overrated. I mean, I don't, I don't know what people are all worried about. I mean, if you're looking for trouble, you can kind of get in trouble pretty much anywhere, right? I, I don't think you have to be in, in Las Vegas to get in trouble. So I think that's a little bit overstated, uh, but we'll see. I'm sure that there are people in particular from the league office that are nervous about it. Ross, what's your personal diet like for this week? I know everywhere you go, you post pictures of the food, cold beers. You love cold beers. Uh, you just get after it this week, or is it back to the gym at the hotel, or what's your routine health-wise? Great question. So um, I've been getting up around like 3.45 because I record my shows like the Ross Tucker football podcast or the Even Money betting podcast, I record those at 5 a.m. local. Oh, boy. So by the time I get up and whatever and get over to the Radio Row, I'm there recording my shows for a couple hours, and then I've been doing all kinds of um, interviews that I'm banking for the off season when I'll be traveling and with my family and stuff like that. So I'm kind of doing stuff till like 9 or 10, meeting with people or doing interviews. Then I do radio interviews, like the whole time. So I just got done. This is my last radio interview of at least 10 today, maybe 12, maybe more than that, something like that. So um, And then I, I just got back, actually, since this is on the phone, I got back to my hotel room. And so then next up, is uh, it's going to be a nap, and then I'll I'll get a really good workout in actually, and then I'll go to uh, party number one and have some daddy sodas there. Then I will transition to party number two, but I'll still probably end up getting back by ten. So I'm getting you know five and a half hours sleep. I'm just starting earlier, I guess. All right, that's not bad for Vegas. Uh, we're chatting with Ross Tucker. Um, you know, the game plans are in. We all know what's at stake here. Both teams are great teams. Um, we know Andy Reid has been there and done it. We know Mahomes has been there and done it. And there's a lot of focus on the idea that Brock Purdy has not been there and done it. But I'm not sure there's enough conversation going on about Kyle Shanahan and what's at stake with him. We're so obsessed with legacy in sports media. 
And as of now, he's been a guy that you know hasn't been able to close it. Obviously, he was the OC when it was twenty-eight to three, not the head coach in Atlanta, but still his, his fingerprints, I guess, were were over that collapse. And we know what happened five years ago when they had a lead against Kansas City. Um, how much pressure do you think is on Kyle Shanahan to to put forth a game plan and ultimately execute and win here, so that you know he can improve on a, a legacy that he's been building on? I would say a decent amount because it does feel like if they lose this one, it's going to be all about talking about how Kyle can't win the big one. You know, I mean, I I don't think we're quite there yet. You know, I think I've been saying this week, and I I tweeted this at Ross Tucker NFL, that it feels to me like Kyle Shanahan is at like the Andy Reid in Philadelphia phase Mm -hmm. of his coaching career where Andy was a really good coach. Everybody knew it. You know, the Eagles were going to the conference championship game every year, which was fantastic, and they went to one Super Bowl, but he was never able to get over the hump in Philly. He was never able to get the win, and I think that right now is sort of where Kyle Shanahan is. So he really he needs to get it, right? I mean, they've had a good team now for a while, and they've been knocking on the door with all these conference championship games. Obviously, he really wants to be able to – get over the hump and get this done. Ross, are people obsessed with the phrase or the term game manager? Like, it just seems like they love calling this Purdy the game manager. And I don't know if it's because that's just what he is or because if something happens and the Niners don't win, like, people are going to love saying, well, he's just a game manager. He can't get it done. What's your take on that whole terminology and how much it's being tossed around? Yeah, I mean, I guess the first thing I would say is they, they never say a guy's a game manager if his team's losing. You ever notice that? I mean, they only call you a game manager if your team's winning. So that that's a pretty good sign, I would say, to start yeah. for Brock Purdy. And then the second thing is, you know, on some level, Tom Brady was a game manager. You know, I mean, what, what they're really saying is, when they say game manager, is they're saying we're not wowed by your physical ability. You don't wow us, right? And I think certainly if it's a situation where you know you weren't drafted very high, I think that contributes to it for sure. I think that's part of it. Um, And so I don't know, man. I mean, I'm at the point now where I feel like Brock Purdy is disrespected, you know, and I think it's draftism on some level, which is, you know, it's like to me, they're at a stage where we've always done this. How many chances does Zach Wilson get with the Jets? Like, like your draft at a stays with you forever, and I can't stand it. I mean, you know, Brock Purdy, he's just good. Get over the fact he wasn't drafted that high, and yeah. He doesn't have a bazooka like Josh Allen. He doesn't throw off platform like Mahomes. He doesn't, uh, you know, run all around like Lamar Jackson. He's just good, but he doesn't ever do anything that wows you like those other guys. But what did Brady do that wowed you? Oh, man, what a nice five-yard pass to Welker. Like, that didn't wow you either. Um, And the reality is, if you're trying to do, you know, if if you're doing what the coaches want you to do, you're not you're not gonna be wowing people. If you get the ball out quickly on time to the guy it's supposed to go to, 
you're not you're not going to be wowed by anybody. Where are you at with Kadarius Tony? Do you believe that they will trust him? Do you believe that he will play? Do you believe he will catch passes from Mahomes in the Super Bowl? I don't think he'll play. I don't even think he'll be active. I think he'll be gone after the year. I believe it's a total non-factor, non-story. There you go. It took yeah. them a while. It took them a while, but that's exactly what it should be. I mean, we've been discussing him all since the first game of the year. Yeah. It's been Kadarius Tony, and he's done nothing to deserve that type of conversation. Yet, you know, the, the Chiefs, they've found a way to kind of get over what was a difficult offensive season based on their standards. Um, yet, they're still in the Super Bowl, Ross. Like, I, I'm... I'm not sure how. Like, how do you think we'll look back on this season? Let's let's say the Chiefs end up winning. Uh, was this an impossible feat that they found a way to achieve in the end? Is it just Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed are just too good? Uh, because they did have ups and downs. They didn't have home field. They had to go on the road in the playoffs. Like, if they end up completing this and end up winning, how do we look back on this year for for Kansas City? You know, I think we look back on it and say it's probably the most impressive of their Super Bowl victories because of the path that they had to take to get here, right? I mean, to have to go to Buffalo, to Baltimore, you know, I don't know that I thought they'd win either one of those games. I certainly didn't think that they would be in this spot all season. Um, it's extremely, extremely impressive. This would be their most impressive Super Bowl run in my mind. Because uh, it also absolutely cement and stamp them as being, you know, a dynasty, which we don't see many of them. There's usually only one every decade or so, and they get a chance to be that team. With Ross Tucker. So, Ross, uh, we're getting close to Valentine's Day, and I'm under- my understanding is myfrontpagestory.com is the place to go. What are, what are we talking about here? What are we looking at? Well, first of all, we're talking about don't be like me, okay, because I I got my wife like four different gift cards for Christmas, and I recently said to her, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day? You want to go out to dinner? She said, sure. I said, well, I mean, we should probably use one of those four gift cards I got you for Christmas. Um, that did not go over very well, but I thought I was just being practical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to change it up. Like, you can't always be doing the gift card or the flowers. Go to my front page story. Dot com. Again, it's myfrontpagestory.com. You literally, guys, you talk to one of their writers for, I don't know, 10 minutes while you're driving to Timmy's or you're driving home from work. Tell them how great your significant other is. They write this incredible story. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. Framed, beautiful, awesome. And just to be able to give it to her and say, honey, I want to do something special so I had a story written about you. Like, that just sounds so money. It's not even funny. They cry almost half the time, tears of joy, when they actually read the article. There's something about seeing it in print, framed, and having it hanging in the house. Can't highly recommend it enough. Myfrontpagestory.com. It's myfrontpagestory.com. Love it. Uh, well, that's exactly what we're looking for. Big gift card guys over here. We'll change it up. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. Absolutely. See you, guys. There's Ross Tucker. He's off to shut the mill down for a bit. Jim, and then party one, party two.